0: Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I'm super excited to invite on and introduce you to Trio of Light. They are a collective of ladies that are basically helping people to ascend. I've talked about ascension quite a bit on the show over the last several years, but I think what's really cool is there are a lot of, Um, groups that are starting to emerge that really have been around uh, for a while but um, I think that they're becoming more prevalent because people are seeking them out searching them out and really wanting help to understand what the hell is going on right (laughs) it just seems like the world is like falling apart Um, but it's all a part of you know it's the dark night of the soul uh, basically that we're going through Uh, It has to get dark before we can accept the light or understand that the light is occurring. Um, But these three gals uh, are basically a trio, uh, literally a trio of light. Each one brings to the table a unique and special gift. Um, And really their goal is unity consciousness. You know, we're ascending into this fifth dimension and it is all about unity consciousness. It's no longer about what... It used to be, you know, ego has been very strong and prevalent in our world, and every man, every woman for themselves. And we're really getting away from that. It's about uh, community, um, coming together, teamwork, um, and unity consciousness. But I've got three gals on today, Jan, Mary, and Catelyn. Jan is actually the whole reason that I found the Trio of Light. I've been reading a lot of books on uh, the Arcturians and many people are starting to wake up and channel them or starting to connect with them. And I feel like the Arcturians are, are really starting to come in very strongly to help humanity, to help us rise and to understand not only what's going on, but the point of it all. Why do we have to go through all this? What is the point? And so it can look very chaotic and very scary. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is what we have to go through to get to those higher dimensions and have a better understanding of the things that we need to surrender to and let go of. So I read Jan's book, it's called The Road to Ascension, A Telepathic Transmission from the Arcturian Collective, um, I found it quite enlightening. Uh, it's also a fantastic book. If you're really trying to receive the light from the 12th dimension, that's what the book also does, but it helps explain lower vibrational energies like fear, judgment, shame, um, and and kind of breaks things apart and then explains what's happening, where we're going and the point of you know, uh, rising to this higher collective, this higher consciousness, what that looks like and what that means. And so anyways, I reached out to Jan and asked her if she would be interested in coming on the show. I think she was a little bit hesitant (laughs) to be quite honest, but I'm so glad that she said yes. Um, So she channels and Mary is a light practitioner. She actually helps people. I found this very fascinating. The chakra system, uh, which many of us know as kind of our light center and our um, health and well-being center, is taking a back seat because our light bodies, our light beings are expanding and growing. And so I found this quite fascinating. And Mary is an expert in this and explains in, in detail about what this means what this looks like and how to connect to your light um, which is quite fun and I've been doing it in my meditations every morning and I've really enjoyed it I've I've I'm not discounting the chakra system by any means I'm still giving it love and light as well but I find it fascinating that we're just we're, we're starting to vibrate higher so more light is coming in and then Katlyn does amazing sound therapy which she shares with us today um, she has a lyre, lear. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, it's L-Y-R-E, but um, ancient sound tool that helps with healing, I would imagine uh, helps with expanding light and also uh, chakra system, aura, that sort of thing. But this trio of women have come together with their skills and their gifts and created the trio of light. So today we are going to talk about what exactly is ascension. You know, if you're new to this woo-woo world, what the hell does that mean? What does it mean that we're going into the fifth dimension? Where the hell have we been? (laughs) What the hell have we been doing? And if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, I've talked quite a bit about the fifth dimension. I've talked quite a bit about ascension. But I always think it's good to have a refresher and a new point of view, a new perspective. So I make sure that I ask all three of the ladies what ascension means to them. It is a kick-ass show. You are going to have so much fun and learn so much new information. I had such a kick out of speaking with these gals and just learning more about what we're going through, why we're going through it, and the power of understanding unity consciousness. Are you ready? Hell yeah! Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I'm super excited. I've got three beautiful, wonderful ladies here from the Trio of Light. Hello, ladies, welcome. Hi, Amanda. So what I'm going to do is to keep this simple, we've got, uh, for those that are listening and can't see us, I've got three beautiful ladies in front of me, and I'm going to start with Jan, which is how I came across the Trio of Light. Um, I was reading uh, Jan's book, And her book is called The Road to Ascension, A Telepathic Transmission from the Arcturian Collective. Um, I started reading it probably six months ago, and I've noticed that there seems to be a lot of information coming from the Arcturians right now. And I feel like there's a, you know, I feel like there are these divine beings that are like, you know, kind of catapulting uh, a lot of information down to earth. Um, But Jan, give us a little bit of information about you and your background. I know that you channel light beings. And one of the things that you mentioned is that um, you've, you've channeled guides, but now you're starting to do dimensional light beings. So I want to know what that means, but give us a little bit of your background and then we can dive into that. Okay. Um, Well, my background is for years, I was a
1: registered nurse and um, so I just, um change from one type of healing to another and i started working with the angelic realm and uh doing readings with the angels um guardian angels then archangel michael and the archangels and uh and then one day archangel michael came to me and said you know what you need to start working with dimensional light beings because we're all moving into ascension and I have to be honest, I wasn't in a hurry to do that, <laughs> but, um, uh, but I want to be in service. And, um, and so I then uh, started working on that, being able to hold a vibration of that dimensional light, because uh, it is a different vibration than, than the angelic realm. And I started working with a 12 dimensional light being um, who uh, is called Thaddeus. And um, Thaddeus is not Arcturian, um, but uh, I started giving readings and working with him extensively. And then uh, then one day he said, you know, the Arcturians are going to contact you and you're going to be writing a book with them. And, and then so again, um, I had to pause and say, well, I never aspired to write a book, but OK, if this is uh, what I need to do. And so I waited and waited, but um, I I didn't feel um, any Arcturian energy. And then one night I was woke up and I felt like I needed to um, draw a symbol, which I did. And that's on the cover of the book. And the symbol was uh, their light pathway, like their light signature to me so that I could follow their vibration and energy. And that's how it all started. And then... Um, Uh, And then over time, I, you know, I began channeling the book um, every day for an hour. I would sit in front of the computer and then um, they would, um,
0: you know, let me know
1: what they wanted to say. And what was interesting about channeling this book is we did not channel, I did not channel it in a linear form. Like you, you see the book now and it has chapters in it and you read it in a linear way but this was channeled to me in a multi-dimensional way because they really wanted that multi-dimensional energy to be pure. So they would just give it to me in little snippets and mm-hmm. I didn't know how the whole book was gonna go together until the very end. And then I had to piece it all together like a puzzle and they'd say, oh, put this paragraph here. No, put this paragraph here. Gosh. And um, <laughs> it was really fun and it was really interesting. And, um, and so I think what is really important about this book, um, uh, obviously the information, because every word has a vibration, but it's also just the fact that it's, you're holding in your hand multidimensional energy that will help you um, feel the dimensional light that you are and also be able to connect to these dimensional light beings that are here to help and support, um, support us right now.
0: It's great. I I really like the way that it was put together, how it started out with the collective mind of fear, judgment, you know, all the crap that we uh, humans allow ourselves to um, really uh, dictate our lives. But then they go into, you know, okay, now that we've talked about that stuff that you guys keep thinking about that isn't important, let's talk about this process of ascension. And let's talk about this multidimensional self. And, and let's talk about where we're going. And I, I think that what's so great about a lot of these books that are coming out is that especially right now with the energy being so heavy and so thick um, and very chaotic, it feels like um, I've been in the the woo-woo world. Um, gosh, 25 years now. And it, it feels like there's this quickening, this acceleration of speed and, and time. And um, it feels like things are coming at us at a much faster pace. And I feel like the way that the book is laid out it's like it starts out with oh god fear judgment shame you know like all of these things that we bog ourselves down with but then it starts talking about the process of ascension and it's like the light at the end of the tunnel like okay i can survive this i can do it if that's if that's at the end so as you put the book together um did you kind of have an idea of where we're headed when this is happening like or did it just kind of formulate into the book? And then at the end, you were like, oh, okay. Well, that was actually it because
1: um, I tried to be just this clear channel and not get um, my humanness in it and say, oh, well, a book reads like this or you should have this. The only thing that was my requirement that I talked to them about was I'm a very practical person and the books I like." are ones that give me information, but then also gives me some how to, you know, I like little meditations or exercises that I can do to make it really real for me. And so they said, okay, I'll do, we'll do that. And so that's the, actually the favorite part of the book for me is those light exercises and, um, and some of the reviews I've had from people, um, they really, really like that. And one of my favorite reviews on Amazon was a guy said when he um, bought the book was that intuitively he had been thinking about all of these things and, um, and in his head, but it was all going around in his head. And it's like, okay, the arturians just put words to all of it. And, and so now it's like, he's really clear, but intuitively he's, traveling
0: along that energy. Wow, that's cool. That's really great. All right, let's hop on over to Mary. Um, When I was talking with Jan via email, she said that you help people with their own light and you also do exercises. And what I really found interesting when I was talking to Jan is she said that chakras are taking a backseat to dimensional light. So I'm really curious about what this means and what this looks like Um, and how we can utilize this information to really, and Jan talks about this with her exercises in the book, but I want your take on how we um, make the ascension process not so traumatic is the wrong word, but I'm hearing from a lot of people that shit keeps going wrong and life is hard. And, (laughs) you know, like uh, my body is breaking down. I don't feel well. I'm fatigued. My joints hurt. And it's like, you know, we're the humanness of us is that we're really focusing on the negative stuff. So how can we take this idea of, you know, this blows my mind that the chakras are taking the back seat and we've got this new form of, um, healing basically that can move us forward but tell us a little bit about your background and and what this means about the chakras in this through this new level of light
1: okay so i have always worked in the physical healing fields um whether it was for end-of-life care um young autistic kids um i'd always been working in those fields and about 15 years ago, I started noticing that my energy clients, the clients that I was working on um, with energy and specific physical healing, um, that there, there was so much more light entering into the equation in the form of energy that I began to really notice that first was that there was more light coming in, more light coming into the planet and i think based on the information and the knowledge that we that we have now is that amount of light that was coming into the planet was actually requiring our physical bodies to begin changing mm. and our physical bodies had to begin trying to figure out a way to t- to be able to take in more light and so that being said many many people now have already organically um shifted their body in a way that their linear light system or chakra system is now becoming and opening up to more of a dimensional light system and that dimensional light system is is allowing their physical bodies to take in more light to process more light therefore we just start evolving as a as a human race we is that are evolving what it does?
0: Is it raising like our vibration up and helping us become literally lighter and not? Yes,
1: absolutely. Your body is being able to take on more light. What happens is there are physical symptoms that come up and occur in many people, either their light, their reality is they know it begins breaking down because they are taking in more light, which means something has to give. Um, Many people are having physical symptoms. Um, This change is very physical. It is it is not something that's just a spiritual change that's going on. Ascension is a physical shift. Every cell in our physical body has to take on more light. Every cell has to be able to willingly say yes to the light. Um, And that in turn, if you, inside of you are resisting that light or saying, oh, About all of this um, you're gonna have some physical resistance
0: and what about the people like you know I've been in this world for many many years and I'm experiencing fatigue I've had uh, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune last year and I was like wait what like I eat really healthy. I do yoga. I hug trees. And I'm like, how did I get this? And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is my body's like, you know, trying to process all this other stuff. And I'm thinking like, oh, well, I'm a part of that world. So it's not going to happen to me, you know? Um, But is that? what? Yeah. It's really
1: requiring, I think, a really conscious effort on our part to really exercise our light, to be really consciously aware that we are physically emanating light all the time. So it becomes more of a practice of how do we live with this physical body and this vehicle as human, but in a greater light capacity? How do we live that way?
0: And well, do requires, we live that way?
1: <laughs> yeah, it requires us to exercise our light and to work with our light. We, every person is responsible for their own light and um everyone on the planet is getting more light whether they believe they are or not
0: and that's (laughs) a good thing because i mean we're ascending into this fifth dimension um i would say again i feel like there's been this quickening and there's like everything seems quite accelerated i'm hoping that uh and uh, Jan, you may know this because you, you channel these, these higher dimensional beings. I'm curious if we're going to experience this in our own lifetime, or if this is going to be kind of a, a slower process and it's going to unfold over the next 50, hundred, which time doesn't exist, but our humanness, you know, the evolution of the body so far has been, you know, we make it hundred years, maybe, maybe 80. Um, is this something that we're going to see in our lifetime?
1: Well, I think it's exactly what you're saying. We're going really, really quick, and it, and it really is up to humanity. It is up to us the collective. to um, how fast we want to get there. And I've been assured that we are going to get there. And um, but we're on a planet of free will, free choice, and so everyone's got to do their part, and we all have to, you know, work on our light and really start thinking of ourselves as light beings that we're dimensional humans. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that Mary's been teaching people how to work with their light. So they don't have all these symptoms and they can move forward faster.
0: So Mary, what, what is, if people are listening to this today and they're like, well, what the hell does that mean? I don't know how to work with my light. I didn't know I was a light being. I'm a human. Like, What do they, what do they do with this information? If we've got, you know, I live here in Nashville and I think of Billy Bob who probably doesn't listen to this show, but Billy Bob <laughs> happens to, to turn on my podcast and he's like, what the hell are these <laughs> ladies talking about with we're going somewhere called Ascension? Uh, we all got a bus ticket. We're just going there and sometime, but, but what exactly does that look like? What, what is something that someone can do to start working with their light?
1: So the first thing you have to do is recognize your own light. That's step number one. You have to actually witness and know and feel your own light. So you can actually connect to the light in your solar plexus, which I call like the cradle of the soul. And you can actually, when you drop down, take your consciousness out of your head and you drop all the way down into your solar plexus, you can actually feel that light center. And you can actually open up that light center. You can actually open up that light center and keep increasing it and feeling it like you are now. Same
0: thing with visualization. If people are like, Mary, I'm sitting here. I don't feel nothing. I I like to see Jesus, but I don't feel anything. Yeah. Can they visualize?
1: Um, Yes, they can. But it is actually a feeling. If you truly have your light center open, you will feel it. There is no way you cannot not feel it unless you're in a really dense place. (laughs) So it's humanity. (laughs) You just, even if you just close your eyes and you take your awareness, that part of you that moves around and you just take it all the way down into the solar plexus and you drop all the way down, down deeper, way below the belly button. Drop in a little deeper. There you are, right there. Now, in this location, there might be a flame. There might be a pinpoint of light. You just tapped into yours, and then you open that light. Increase it. Make it bigger.
2: There you go. Make it bigger. It's growing. Make it bigger, fill up your whole torso. So energetically, you
1: now are not only looking at your own light, but you're feeling your own light. You can grow it bigger until it's a beautiful ball of light all around you. It can be beautiful. And now you can even bring that light back in, anchor it back into that solar plexus area, Anchor it back in. Beautiful. Good. Now you don't want to anchor it down completely because you just are recognizing your light. So if you actually open up that light center, you can feel your light. Part of the journey is getting to know your light.
0: So you can is this open that- we can add in in, in like meditation and a yes. daily practice. Okay. Absolutely,
1: um, and it doesn't take very long. Part part of the um, important piece about where we're going is that we have to be able to walk around in our daily life with the awareness that we can open our light, or we can anchor our light back in. We can open our light up and let let other people use it if they need it. You can actually send light to people. You can send light to the planet. There's so much
0: that you can do with your light. How exciting. I love this. All right, Mary, thank you. Yes. Katlyn. I love this. Yeah. When I was talking with Jan. She said you're working with the consciousness of water. And I love this because um, even as a child, I used to um, take a glass of water and I would put my hands on it and I would lovingly tell my water how much I loved it and give it gratitude. And I would drink it and i have no idea why I did this, but as a child, it was very important to me that I blessed my water before I drank it. And I still do it to this day, but now I know why I do it, but I used to do this as a child. So I love that you work with water, uh, and sound. And, um, one of the things that Jan mentioned was that you're kind of working at this crossroads with consciousness so, tell us a little bit about your background and your your uh, musical uh, instrument here, and how you're working with consciousness through water.
2: Okay. Well, first, I would like to congratulate you. As a child, you obviously had an awareness of the consciousness of water, and you felt quite, a, you know, affection for water, and you probably have been very uh, blessed in return by. The consciousness of water, and many people have. It's something that we uh, innately uh, enjoy on a daily basis. We are made of water ourselves, and uh, it's such a joyful, peaceful vibration. Water has so much to teach us about flow as well. Uh, so my background, uh, I worked within the energy field for many years. I was at our local hospital, our integrative therapies department for over five years, and it seemed a very natural and organic progression. Uh, working with energy, vibration, sound came next. Uh, I was uh, attuned to, I, I played instruments all my life, but I was attuned to how certain vibrational tones uh, emit a reaction from the human body and from the animal bodies, even, even water consciousness. Uh, and that was a natural step then to take that into the vibration of the consciousness of water. So these are all related. It's all an aspect of the oneness within our unity consciousness. And so uh, it's, it's really fun for me. and it, It's an intuitive practice. I uh, don't explain it so much in terms of words. It, it becomes an experiential and telepathic experience for the people that I work with and that can be at a distance, remotely, or it can be in person. Um, so the sound aspect in the trio of Light, by the way, has really embraced these vibrations and moved in fact as a unit into the area of working with water because human beings can so easily uh, relate to the the, wa- the water being so close to their light. And increasing their light through the consciousness of water. So the instrument that I have right here is, is called the crystal lyre. There are many smaller other versions. This one uh, is, hand, uh, is quartz crystal hand blown into tubes and uh, it has the very very pure sound I would say a more pure, dimensional sound uh, that the body responds to more easily. Um, most people relate to how music can, can can change our vibration, our mood, our feelings, our energy level. Well, of course, um, the common denominator there is the vibration of sound, and light travels through the vibration of sound, just like it travels through the consciousness of water. So. I'm going to have you experience something that might make these words make a little more sense. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, this is my crystal lyre, And we're just going to play a few vibrating sounds to connect you to the light. Oh, I was feeling <laughs> it, got me in again. Yeah, we it. Got me... <laughs> a... <laughs> That's it's amazing. amazing. It's a very clear tone and it just continues to resonate and vibrate in. and it changes. It can change in volume, it can change in intensity. It can change uh, in terms of uh, kind of a cloudy murkiness and immediately start to clear our flow of energy. And then you can hear that. It takes a little bit of practice. And of course, I have have lots of practice with it. Uh, you can hear it change how a person is receiving the vibration and the energy. And it's always uplifting. It's an ascension instrument itself.
0: That is so cool. And I love that it's made
2: out of quartz crystal. That's awesome. And we use other instruments as well, but this is... One of our favorites.
0: Yeah, I like it. Well, I'm curious. You know, you all have this amazing background, and you've got all these incredible modalities, and and you're you've clearly been brought together to help with the ascension process. It's by no mistake. Um, tell me how you came together, and and how the evolution of the trio of light started. How did it become what it is? <laughs>
1: well, I think um, it we were all working at a um, uh, wellness center and uh, doing our uh, different modalities. And um, it was just the synchronicity, actually, that we all sort of came together and, and um, were very interested in ascension and um, channeling and that kind of thing. And before we knew it, we were collaborating and doing events together because as you can see, all of these different modalities that we, you know, the gifts that we feel that we have to give all go together really nicely. And it's also fun because we're three different people. We're three different personalities. And, um, uh, but we're all very, very geared to um, this one goal, this one mind of, Ascension and helping other people and supporting them and getting them, you know, getting them there and getting ourselves there as well.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious, you know, I talk a lot about Ascension on the show, but I'm always curious, um, more so from the, the humanist factor, because we're, we have to filter everything through our human mind what each of you would describe ascension as again i always like to ask this question because if somebody is new to the show and and you know the the synchronicity of oh i just found your show you know i know that they've been guided there they may be hearing this word ascension and they don't know exactly what that is so i'd be curious if all three of you would explain in your words what ascension is so i believe
1: that ascension is actually a process It is a um, coming forward and bringing forward of the flow of light, not only to your own physical body, but it's also bringing forward the light to create your consciousness being in the highest form um, that it can be. And so ascension is actually that it's a process. It's like a verb. (laughs) It's a process of moving into greater and greater light and beginning to become aware of your dimensional self. Who who am I in my own self as a body of light? And what does that look like in my life? That's basically ascension. We are all, everybody is moving towards a place of greater light. It's one of the souls. Every soul wants to be in its greatest light.
2: Catelyn, what would your description be of Ascension? Uh, I think I often think of it as a sen being rather than ascension. Yeah, so it's it's a conscious movement and flow toward unity consciousness, win-win, uh, a new order of life that is uh, unique for those of us that are born in the in the free world, you. Know, <laughs> dimension here on earth and we feel even the earth we witness the earth moving toward ascension as well and that means each creature and each each of us uh can ascend with the earth itself into a higher level of consciousness awareness and again that unity consciousness that we feel is uh the highest of uh vibrational uh aptitude for you know Will it look the same for every person? Probably not. Oh, are there more than one path pathways yeah. to this process? Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course there are. But some of the common denominators include win-win, power to, not power over, and include uh, natural compassion, understanding, and, and uh, integrity.
0: I love that. And Jan, how would you describe it?
1: Well, I think that a lot of people get stuck just on the word ascension, because how has it been demonstrated to us in the past? You know, we have had um, uh, basically um, uh, great spiritual teachers in the past that have been on the planet, and then they have ascended and uh, so... Um, Many people think that ascension means, well, I'm just going to float off the planet if uh, <laughs> like a helium balloon. And um, well, that won't be any fun. I wanted to be here with my husband. But um, uh, basically, basically, I think what it, it really means is the fact that, like they have said, it's a raising of consciousness. It's a carrying as much light as you can. And to be a dimensional human, which means you are walking the planet. You're not leaving. You're just being all you can be and also being really a channel for purity, purity. We need purity on our planet and we all need to be expressing that.
0: And the best way to do that is through the light. So what are some of the benefits? Why do we want to do this? Why do we want to ascend? Why don't we want to just be greedy and powerful and, you know, accumulate more money? (laughs) Go ahead, Mary. (laughs) Um,
1: Mary likes to tell it like it is. (laughs) Yeah, I like
0: it. Let's do it.
1: So, well, I believe that how we've been doing it. (laughs) It's all wrong. Nobody's wrong. It's all been a process. Um, At some point, all of the souls on Earth agreed to uh, move a different direction and take a different path, which we have. And we've all learned a huge amount. But I believe that there's more people on the planet now that are looking for change. They're looking for something different. And that is requiring what I would call personal evolution. And personal evolution is, I want something that's more sacred. I want something that carries more light and more honesty and integrity. I want something that isn't, doesn't always revolve around money. Um, and, what, and what is that? It could be, look, it'll look a little different for a lot of people. And that's like what Catlin was saying is there's so many paths up the same mountain um, and all of those paths are important and all of those paths have great meaning. So,
0: so again, I want to come back to, when are we going to get there? I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> While you're helping us along, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think, so, one you know, thing it's is the good. whole reason I started yeah. the podcast. I started this 12 years ago. And, you know, I started really waking up and evolving. And and even though I've been in the woo world for so long, I felt like I had a a really big awakening uh, after my divorce. That's when I realized that like, we're, I feel like we've been doing it wrong and I want to be in a world that's more collaborative and it's more about community and coming together. and, And it is this unity consciousness and it's not, you know, me, myself and I, but it's a we. And so that was the whole reason that I started this, is that I wanted to, like, put my stake in the sand and say, all right, people, let's come over here. Like, let's build community and let, let's build something that has meaning to it. Um, it. But, you know, I feel like I swear to goodness, I have been hearing about this ascension. I mean, I remember following Dolores Cannon back in the late 90s, and she was talking about it. Then and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And I'm like, OK, I'm getting old and my joints hurt and we're still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I really really believe
1: that the vibration and energy of earth had to evolve to a certain point before point. humanity could actually access and begin to live in a new consciousness because unity consciousness is a new consciousness it is not the old collective and that it's it's a it's an evolved state and we had to be able to access it and achieve it some people had to lay down the fact that yes i'm living in unity consciousness now it's anchored on earth now there's a vibration that's here that people can actually tap into someone had to be a pioneer and someone had to actually live there and do that in that vibration
0: i think it was zukov so, <laughs>
1: it's it's a consciousness it's a it's a full on there's two energies. One energy is the collective consciousness, and that's a form of consciousness that holds a, a much denser vibration. And unity consciousness has another field of energy that is holding a much lighter, brighter, full of light consciousness. There are two different platforms of engagement.
0: And that makes sense. I mean, I remember reading Seat of the Soul, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And I remember Gary talking about this multidimensional self. And I remember thinking, wow, how cool would that be for me to be able to have a conversation and to pick up on your light and we're exchanging light and we have an understanding of one another. Um, and it makes sense to, to know that the vibration wasn't correct. We knew that it was coming, but it wasn't there yet for us to like plug into. So yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, the pandemic was such a gift. It allowed us to really hit pause, um, and connect to ourselves and our higher selves and, and have this moment in time where we plucked ourselves out of the, the busy and the ego to get into this placement of, oh, wow, there's more to doing. Maybe we just be, so that kind of woke up a lot of people at an accelerated pace. So I feel like the vibration is, has really shifted. I've seen a huge shift. And in, in fact, I just met with a gentleman today and he's been in the workforce for, I think he said, 25 years. And for the first time in his life, he's actually fighting to work at home. He's like, I've always gotten in my car, drove to the office. And he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I think that that's really cool that I'm seeing a lot of people that are really putting their stake in the ground and they're, they're setting boundaries. And I don't want to do that. I want to do this and so that right there is is already a big shift in consciousness and um vibration that's available to us so we now have groups like y'all that are coming together and really educating and and like my platform here where we're really starting to accelerate the education and get the information out there and, and really trying to create platforms to educate people on what's happening what are some things that we can offer up if someone is, you know, maybe new to this path or you know, maybe they've been doing it for a couple of years, um, to help them accelerate on this path? I mean, we really got to get the collective um together in this free will thing. We got some stragglers that are hanging behind. <laughs> we need to get them up to speed because I want to get there. <laughs> <laughs> well- I think what's very important
1: is, um, and my guide Thaddeus always says this, um, information is good, but experience is better. And we've got a a great event coming up um, in October, and it's called The Power of Light. And so one of the things I think that we have to do as uh, practitioners, and just what you're doing on the show, letting Mary take you through that energy Is people need to experience their light and they have to, uh, they can work on expanding their light. And also in the group setting, of course, it's magnified. And um, so I think it's really about everyone, um, you know, whatever it is that resonates with them, whatever way that is, but having the intention and holding the intention that they want to experience their light.
0: Yeah, I think that and I think that in many ways that's it, it's otherworldly. It, if you've just been in the grind of the humanness of our our world and I think if you can experience something like that, feel it, maybe even see it, um you kind of have an aha like, "Oh, I didn't know that's real." Like, you know, I thought I was making all that up or, you know, they have that that life-changing experience where they experience some mystical thing. And it wakes them up and they realize there might be more to this. And I feel like there's a quickening of that as well. I feel like a lot more people are starting to have those kinds of experiences. Their sixth Mm -hmm. sense is really starting to wake up. Um, I've got friends that just like one day woke up and started doing light language or, you know, they started Mm -hmm. seeing ghosts or, you know, they're channeling or just, you know, literally went to bed normal. And now they're not normal. Like, well, normal's a, you know, a loose term. Let's throw that word out. Right. I have one friend, Kelly. She's like, I swear to God, I went to bed normal and I woke up weird. I'm like, join the club. Welcome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, you so... know, one of the cool things that we need to think about, Amanda, is the fact that, you know, we we get in our own little world, whether it's our city or country or whatever. And I, what one of the things that I've noticed about the book is that the, the the book has gone global. I have people from Australia and Japan and Europe reading this book. And so, yeah, good for me, right? But basically, the point I'm trying to make with this is... This isn't just us. People all over the world are waking up to their light. They're wanting more information. They want to move forward. And boy, does that not make you feel good? You're not alone in this journey. And, um, and as you probably have experienced when, when you're ready for something, all of a sudden it
0: does show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's good. And I, you know, I'm just, I, I think I'm back to the point, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready to be there. I, I I have noticed a huge shift in myself just in the last couple of years. Uh, and the pandemic definitely accelerated that. But wanting to be in a team, like, you know, I, I used to own my own business and I worked alone and I was okay with being alone. And now I'm like, I don't want to be alone anymore. Like, I want to be in a group and I want to work together and I want to be supported and I wanted to be a team effort. Um, and I don't want to be an Mm. island anymore and so I've noticed big shifts just in myself and I know what's occurring like I know what's going on I can't imagine somebody like going to bed and waking up and you know they're they're channeling the Arcturians yes (laughs) Yes. I could see where that might come off as a little weird or unusual or I met a fireman um, gosh like six months ago and I noticed as he was looking at me he was like looking like this and I'm like, dude, what's going on? What are you looking at? Well he confessed to me that, you know, he was uh in his late 50s, but he started seeing energy. He could see auras and colors. And he's like, I don't know what's going on with me. He's like, I'm on this acid trip, but I'm not on acid. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, he was just a regular old Joe fireman. And he's starting to wake up and now he can see people's energy around them and but he doesn't want any of the guys to know because he's afraid that they're going to think he's weird <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's a really
1: beautiful thing though that we're even bringing up is that everybody's waking up in their own real organic way and however they are waking up to whatever it is that their process is I think many people want to hide it at first yeah and That's okay, because that's just where they are at that point. But at some point, they'll meet someone like the fireman meeting you, and he actually finally talked about it. And now it's out in the open, and it's okay. And they realize that there's more people that are having these really cool experiences in a real organic way. And they're not alone. Yeah, you know, there's probably other people that he knows that also have had those experiences.
2: And I
0: would say that like when I think back to the late '90s and and early 2000s, I, I was very intuitive and I would see things and feel things and I didn't tell anybody because yeah. I was afraid to be weird. Now I will talk to a lady at the grocery store <laughs> and I know that they're probably looking at me like I'm a weirdo, but I don't care. I want the information out there. I want people to feel safe. I want them to feel like this is normal. This isn't, you know, the, the uh, stigma that's been placed around it of, you know, I see dead people or, you know, like the, this idea that, you know, I'm doing weird things. I'm not supposed to see colors. I'm not supposed to be channeling multidimensional beings. I don't care anymore. I'm just telling everybody I meet like, oh, so do you see things? Do you hear things? Do you know things like, tell me your superpower because I want to, you know, get to know people and, and I want them to feel safe with that and, and to know that it's okay if if you're experiencing those things. And it's been beautiful because I feel like 20 years ago, I would have had the scarlet letter on my chest. And now I talk to people and I'm shocked. Almost everybody, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let me, let me tell you something and it's like, oh, tell me more.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I think, think there's, there's a really interesting um energy that's flowing out there right now and that is the energy of authenticity that there's so many people that are now willing to express what really is going on i think there's probably a lot of young people that are also going through their own awakenings the young kids that are going through their own awakenings and I sometimes question or wonder, well, how are the parents reacting to that? How are the parents responding to their children when they say, oh my gosh, mom, I just saw this huge golden thing fly by, (laughs) whatever the kids are witnessing, right? But that the parents, I think, have an opportunity to learn from the kids. Um, I think the parents also have an opportunity of Of asking their kids, you know, more about it instead of just saying, "Oh, honey, that's just your imagination. Go put it away." And they shut it. You know, because I know that's how I was raised, and I I stuffed a lot of stuff (laughs) because my parents, my mom, couldn't really handle it. And and I think that it's really really important that we begin to really open up and talk about these things, like what you're saying, and and open that door because there's many parents that probably have kids that are going to be uh, talking the talk and they're going to be going, what? Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, it's We've important a, for, for a this. lot of amazing kids that are coming in right now and they're yeah. open. Fascinating. And they're they're yeah. ready to go. Catlin. Yeah. I'm curious, like um, you're in this amazing group of women, you know, what is your hope for the future? What are you, what are you hoping to accomplish with the next 30 years? <laughs>
2: Wow. Wow. What a question. You know, I wake up every day and ask, what is mine to do today? What is my highest and best to offer to serve myself and others today? And I get answers. (laughs) I get it placed right in front of me. And I really enjoy that. I try not to have long-term expectations because we are growing and changing at lightning speed. And I don't want to resist that. I want to be like the water and just flow with it, just go with it, not knowing exactly what's going to happen around the bend, but being ready and able to ride that wave of energy. And so (laughs) I hope we just are able to continue to grow and evolve and serve well. And I think you're in that same category
0: yeah I mean, whatever we can do, right? Jan, what's your hope? what are what are you hoping you can accomplish with all this and with coming together and and you know, channeling and all the information you're getting?
1: Yeah, um well, it's just yeah, stunning to to see the universe in action. and and to me, that's the privilege of the channeling that I do um is um uh, is that I see that the universe. Um, has this win-win attitude and when it's looking for a solution it's solutions that I could never in my mind or I think the human mind can conceive of because we don't think in a win-win consciousness but it always provides it that way and I'm just stunned over and over when I see that, or I see the perspective that comes through for a client that, uh, and you see light bulbs go off and it's, it's like how amazing that the universe is and all the dimensional support that we have coming in and it just keeps coming. And um, so I think that kind of really blows me away, but my personal goal really is, I do not want to leave, and they've heard this many times. I do not want to leave the planet until I do everything I
0: said I would do this time. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. Um, what is your, Mary? What is your hope with the the trio and just moving forward with teaching people about their light? What what what's your greatest hope in all this?
1: Well. My greatest hope is that every average person, you do not have to be a guru. You do not have to be the person speaking on top of the hill, that this Ascension process is for everybody and how each one of us opens up to our own light, how each one of us can organically walk through our daily life, being that light. It doesn't matter if you work in an office or you work in a kitchen or you work on a podcast. Um, We are all emanating our light. Mm. My personal goal is that I get to see that tipping point. When there's enough people saying yes to the light, I'm that light. I can get to see that tipping point where everybody now is in the light and in that place of greater consciousness. That's, that's why we all
0: incarnated at this time, right? We, well, that's what we're Absolutely. here to do. So yeah. we want to and speak.
1: all of us, to, all of us together are making a really huge impact.
0: Yeah, It's oh. fascinating.
1: It's fascinating.
0: I hope so so. every person. Yeah.
1: that that's really, I think a big thing is every person, wherever they are, whatever they're doing can see their light and be a part of the journey.
0: Yeah, amen to that. So if people are interested, I'll start with you, Jan. If they're interested in working with you personally, how do they find you? They can go to the triooflight.com website. And
1: actually, we all have um, our information on the triooflight.com website. And you can um, shop and get um, meditations. Uh, You can read the ponder page. Thaddeus is, I've channeled some articles from Thaddeus on there. And um, it's, the website's great because it, it really um, showcases all of what we're
0: doing together and individually as well. Okay. And if people are interested in in working with you, like Catlin, if they want to have sound therapy they can reach you there mary if they want help with finding their light somewhere around in their <laughs> in their stratosphere that they can just go to that website triooflight.com and then we also um uh have been putting out little reels and videos
1: on instagram and facebook and mary's been teaching some energetic exercises there and we've been doing some sound and um so we're doing uh we're doing some We're actually doing more energy and light on social media as well. Good for you guys. Yeah. And the book, I think the book has a lot of exercises in it. Like the website, if they go to the shop page, there's many meditations on there that are all about how to connect to your light, how to maintain your light. The book has many exercises in it. um, How to connect to your light, how to maintain your light, all in different forms for Whatever people are interested in, however, they want to receive it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, for saying yes. It was was great. It was great talking to you. I think I shocked Jan because I emailed or called them like, lady, I need to have you on my show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were flying under the
0: radar. (laughs) Nope. Uh, If I read a book or if I feel like something is going to help, Amanda wants to get there. I'm tired of chugging up the mountain. I want to be there. (laughs) So, when I read your book, I was like, all right, these ladies need to be on the show. We need to talk about this. We need to get this information out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate the opportunity. Yes. Thank you, thank Amanda. you for we, coming yeah. on. And, and thank you for saying yes to this. And thank you for just sharing your light and your time and your musical abilities and, and just your expertise and, and helping everybody who listens to this show to ascend. We're, we're going somewhere. We've all got the bus ticket. We don't know how we're getting there, when we're getting there, but we're all <laughs> going. <laughs> yep.
1: Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for doing your part.
0: Thank you everyone for listening to this amazing show today. If you'd like to learn more, head on over to triooflight.com. I will also put that in the show notes. So if you're driving right now and can't write that down, you can just look at the show notes and I'll put the link in there. If you're interested in learning about me or getting a floor plan reading, you can head on over to gatesinteriordesign.com. You can book online and also be sure to check out my new book, Feng Shui for the Soul, How to Achieve More Om from Your Home. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening today. And hey, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.